0: views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nesh on Live 95. Now, Grammy-nominated musician, the Cranberries' former guitarist and most importantly Limerick man, Noel Hogan, has teamed up with singer-songwriter Mel Peck to form a new partnership called The Puro. The duo have released their new single, Prison, and are very excited for their long-term musical partnership. Let's have a quick listen. Now, Noel joins us this morning. Good morning to you, Noel. Good morning. Hi. Listening to that Noel, it sounds different yet so familiar.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have a style, I guess, but um <laughs> It's, uh, it's a
0: style we like and a style that is internationally loved.
1: Yeah, thankfully, I've been very lucky, really. And um, yeah, I think it's like it's a more, it's obviously more modern sound, um, but that's just a kind of regression. I think you do as a, you know, you get that as a musician as you move on anyway. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's unmistakably it me as well at the same time.
0: Tell us about the story of this collaboration, because I love it. This is just how this happened uh, and how you found Mel Peck.
1: Um, it's a real, I guess it's it's a very modern version of how bands come together. Um, after Dolores passed away, uh, I don't know, it was a year later or so. I, people would send me on social media, kind of, oh, you should check out this singer and that singer. And it would constantly come in. And then, even to this day, I would still get people recommending stuff. And now and again, you would, you know, you'd be curious, so you'd look and you'd listen and whatnot. And um, I came across Mel, her name kept coming up. And I found that I kept going back, listening to what she was doing. She was a- actually doing Cranberry's covers at the time. But what struck me was that my style of songwriting and the way she sang, I felt would be something that could work together. Um, and so we, we got in touch with her and um, she came to Ireland late 2019.
0: So she's um, Brazilian. Was she based in she Brazil at the time?
1: She lives just outside Sao Paulo in okay. Brazil. And um,
0: and that wasn't she, a barrier at all? Sorry? You didn't see that as a barrier at all?
1: No. No, not, not in, in, in these days, not really. I don't really see that as a problem. I mean, even with Dolores lived between Canada and New York for the last whatever amount of years, and, you know, it never really was a problem. So I didn't really look at it as, as any kind of handicap, really. And clearly and I, Mel
0: didn't think anything no, of having to come over to Ireland <laughs> and, uh, and meet yourself. Obviously, I'd say she was very excited. Um, Yeah, very surprised that she'd actually, she'd been kind of
1: playing smaller venues and things like that around um, where she lived and was actually thinking about packing it all in, really, around the time that I made contact with her. Um, So it came as a big surprise. And we spoke when she came over about maybe doing some stuff in 2020. But obviously, um, you know, COVID came along and that put the end to anything happening. And then we're all locked at home and I have all these songs that I've been writing for the last few years um, up to that point. And uh, I said, look, we're all locked up you fancy trying to write something to one of these songs I have. And that's what kind of sparked it. I sent her a song and it just she sent back what she did. This and I think it was only about three days and she sent it back. I loved what I heard. And I it kind of we took it from there and we've been doing it for two years now that way.
0: And do you think that the pandemic, in some ways, almost helped that collaboration and partnership? As funny as it is, yeah,
1: I do. I think it bought us all this time. Literally, I mean, my wife knew, my kids knew, and the same with her her husband and her child. Nobody else in the world knew this was happening. We kept it to ourselves. And normally you might have a record company or somebody looking over your shoulder going, oh, when's the album? We need it like yesterday but we didn't have any of that because nobody was aware of it and we had lots of time to develop the songs especially when you have distance it is the one kind of thing that you know you kind of everything takes that little bit longer because you have to send your idea and it has to be sent back and you have to write emails or go on zoom calls so it does slow things down but at the same time we weren't in any hurry because there was nothing happening in the world um and by the end of last year we had so many songs that I figured it's time to kind of start releasing these because otherwise you'll keep writing and writing and not you'll really be released. Um, so we have, I think, close to about 30 songs at this point.
0: Is it hard to pick which ones to release or is that done by the record company? Do you have any um, sort of a say in it?
1: We, we've we been, some of them are really obvious, I think, and it evolved even with the Cranberries. It was like that when we wrote songs and We'd, we'd record 20 songs. You kind of knew the ones that were that's a single. And you would play them to different people and get their reaction, but it's usually, you're you're kind of on the money with it most of the time.
0: Ever been Some surprised of, by one? Sorry? Have you ever been surprised by one?
1: Um, I suppose, you know, the one <laughs> that I think surprised us the most was when we wanted Zombie to be the first single of the second album with the Cranberries. And that... Became the monster hit that it did because it was so different from everything else that we had done up to that mm. point. Um, and it still kind of lives on today. Um, I think that was probably of all the songs ever the biggest surprise that that has been the monster hit that it was. So um, you'll always get surprised, you know. And then there's, there's songs, you know, <clears throat> I found over the years that I would probably prefer more that are album tracks because the singles are the singles and you hear them so many times you can kind of grow tired of them slightly. Whereas the other ones, you know, they're probably harder to write a lot of the time. They're, you know, they take more time and you appreciate them more. And it turns out I find a lot of hardcore fans that follow you end up liking those kind of songs as well more than the singles.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's the ones that sometimes never get released or become fan favorites. And your music has been covered, I think, probably by more than any artist's. Uh, of any genre, you know, genre going back years. You know, Dreams in particular, Zombies, another one, covered loads and loads of times. Do you have a favourite cover version of any of your songs? Um,
1: There's so many. (laughs) It's very hard to to pick one. Um, I I was very surprised, I think it was last year, Miley Cyrus did a version of of Zombie that I would have never thought she would have kind of gone down that road. And and I I saw it, I I didn't know it was going to happen. I saw it on on YouTube like everybody else. And I thought it was, you know, amazing. It was particularly good. Um, You know, I I, I love the version of Dreams that the girls did last year uh, during the lockdown as well. It was a great version as well. So, I mean, and and there's always, I mean, there's, there's so many, particularly Dreams seems to be, the one that gets covered the most um, and you think you've heard it all and, and then somebody will send you again on social media, have a look at this and a lot of the times they're not even bands or artists that would be that well known no, but just done such a great
0: job of it. I think um, uh, there was a choir, a children's choir, did mm. uh, a, a version of dreams as well that went a bit viral after Dolores died, and then there was there was a pub choir version as well. Right. You know or, yeah. ordinary people. So you know, there's just so so many of them, and it's lovely to see so many different interpretations of the music. But when it comes to collaborating with Mel. Do you think you learned from each other? Was she always learning from you? Because obviously you had all the experience or have you learned from her as well? Because, you know, she would have, I'm sure, some Brazilian influences on her music styles.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been a kind of, always when you start with someone new, you're, you're kind of, it's very gentle in the beginning that you don't want to kind of enforce kind of it has to be done this way, or it has to be done that way. So, it, you know, it kind of, It took a while to get to know her well enough to be able to say, look, I think you should be, you know, take it this direction or go that way. And um, I would send, like, as I kind of tend to do, I overfill something at first when I send an idea. And she would come back and go, look, can you take out this or maybe edit that? And so there is, it's, it's very much a partnership in that sense then where we can both tell each other, you know, this isn't working and this is and nobody gets insulted by that and that makes it even then that um, I guess, look, I've been doing this obviously a long, long time. You're still learning. Any musician who says they know it all, I mean, they might as well just pack it in because it's you're learning every day when you do it. And that's what I think most musicians love about it. Noel,
0: the Puro, where does that come from?
1: It's actually one of the songs that hasn't been released yet. Puro is pure in, in Portuguese.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I've been picking up little words here and there as I'm going along. And uh, so one of the songs, it's actually, Oh, Puro is the name of the track. But um, we liked the ring of the, they were de being the English and that, and Puro being the Portuguese.
0: So Mel's first language, obviously, is Portuguese. Mm. And is she writing these songs in English?
1: She's writing them first in... Portuguese apart from what will be the next single she actually wrote in English but all the others were all done in Portuguese and then we we've been picking ones that we know will be on the album and working on those English versions of those so we've been doing two versions of each track which has really added to the workload but we definitely think that it's it because in Brazil at the moment that single is getting played a lot on the radio and it's the English version they're playing
0: Interesting. Um, yet yeah. you have a Portuguese version.
1: We do. We do. <laughs> that was the original yeah. version, and then went back, and uh, we'd always kind of we, we live with the Portuguese version for maybe a couple of months, even before we go back and revisit it in English.
0: Yeah. Um. So, can we? Do you think that we'll see a lot more from this partnership? Can you see it as something that's long lasting?
1: Yeah. Th- that's the plan. Is that it's a long term? You know, this is it. Now, this will be because I have spent the years in between this and and the Cranberries ending um, kind of doing different things going from one thing to another but I wanted, I had these songs and I wanted to kind of settle on something that I can do, you know, for the foreseeable future anyway and that's this and even we are looking at um, the first gig being in, in Brazil in August it looks like now and hopefully followed up by more
0: very nice. Um, not not a bad country to be going visiting either. I no. mean, fair bit of distance, but uh, there's so much to see in Brazil. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that we're going to get Dreams playing out in, um, you know, as a celebratory tune after another All-Ireland win. What are the chances do you reckon, Noel?
1: Uh, I hope so. You know, I mean, it's. Um, I was saying to my son the other day, he asked me, why did they all sing? Well, I said I don't know, but I said ever since they started singing it, they've been winning. So maybe it's a good luck charm, I said to him
0: fingers crossed. Um, Noel it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. Going to leave the listeners with some more of this song with Mel Peck called Prison Your views your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95